Hello, hello, hello. No. No, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> that, let's just, yeah. Hello, hello. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's going down? You're on the recovery bus. <laughs> Why do you listen to us? Uh, Alright, so, check it. Um, Alright, I was thinking the other day, right? I was thinking about, because I was listening to NF song Time, right? And it's just like, I just need time. Like, uh, I'm getting somewhere. I'm going to make changes. I just need time, right? Mm -hmm. And it got me thinking, because it's a common saying, like, oh, I just need time. I just need a little bit of time to get over this. I just need a little time to heal, right? And I think when people say it, they're like, in X amount of time, I'll feel better. And then they, they think that, and they believe that that's all it's going to take. But it has nothing to do with time. You know what I mean? Yes, in time, it, let's say in a year, I'll feel better. That's not just a year passing of me doing nothing that I'm just far enough away from the wound or whatever to be different. It's the effort in between. Like, it has nothing to do with time as much as it has to do with the things you do to heal, right? So I don't know. I was just thinking of that concept, and I'm like, it is fuck time. Like, time only offers you the, the opportunities to do the work, but it's not about the time, it's about the work. You know what I mean? I feel like I also heard this somewhere, which was my Facebook share. <laughs> so I think that was that. <laughs> oh, you trying to say I got it from you? Like, yeah. That is just subconsciously in my head? It might be. I don't know. No. Oh, you don't got to bust out the evidence right now. <laughs> Shit, man. Like, okay, I, I stole it. All right. No, no, I'm not saying you stole it. It's just you said that it was because of the N- NF song. and But yeah, um... Fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything to say about it or no, what? No, I do. I okay. actually have a lot to say because, um, so, yeah, there's definitely, you have to put in the work, but I also found this out, and I know this is, like, super, like, just breaking news to me, but, like, probably not you or most normal people. Okay. But I, I, no shit, did not know this. It's okay to take time for yourself to calm down. Well, yeah. I didn't know this. You didn't know that. I thought that whatever feeling that I was at in the moment, when I'm like fuming with anger or whatever, that's me right there. And I have to react on it. Mm. I don't, I'm not allowed to go and take time to calm down. It's not a thing. So, well, that's like saying, "Oh, whatever shitty thought pops in my head is me." Yep. Thinking it—that's that's how I feel. That's truth because that's to me my truth. So I'm gonna let it come out of my mouth in word form, and just add to this energy. You know what I mean? Like I, I understand that thought, and yeah, it's hard to it's hard to see anything else when you're in that triggered state because that is your reality at the moment. It's all your truths aligned, but it's not the truth you know what i mean right so yeah taking time for yourself 
that is actually what how time heals because in those moments when a certain amount of time passes you actually get back to your normal self in that triggered state and i have not figured out the psychology behind that i don't think i ever will but um what? it's crazy how what no go ahead if you're finishing something It's crazy how you can just go from, like, one state to another. Like, the more I pay attention to myself, my feelings, my triggers, the more I realize, like, in one moment I'll be, like, super, just, just either super angry or, you know, like, last night I was just so angry. And I, like, and, and it rolled over to the morning. And then all of a sudden... I was okay again. And I know this is like common sense. I know this is like normal, but this is seriously breaking news for me. For somebody who has been so disconnected from myself, it's like, this is real. And it's okay for me to just take time to myself to feel okay again. I don't need to run with whatever is there. That's not who I truly am. Um, well, I know, like, for me, right, <clears throat> it's um, it's kind of going back to where I started at. Like, yes, time, right? But if I, t- if I take time and don't do anything with it, but let it pass, it doesn't really do much for me. If I get triggered, if I have an altercation, a situation, and I just walk away from it and that's it, I'm when when I'm around that person again, when I'm in that situation again, those feelings are still going to be there because no work was done. Right. So, I mean, you can't do anything without time. Like, obviously, unless you're fucking freezing time and doing all your inner work in a split second. So, I mean, time is a factor, but it's not. It's not the cure. You know what I mean? It's it's just, it's just a piece of the puzzle. The work is what's involved. So if I'm like, oh, I, I need to step away for five minutes, what do I go do in those five minutes? Am I stewing even further? Am I just trying to distract myself by checking out? Am I venting to another person? You know, those are things that aren't going to fix my problem. You know what I mean? If I if I leave a argument and I go just try to bypass it, go vent to someone else and respark these emotions then I'm I'm doing more damage. You know, I'm going to come back to the situation and nothing's going to be changed. Maybe like my heartbeat slowed down a little bit, but nothing got changed in me. But if I take this five minutes and I go do some deep breathing to check myself into the moment and I give thought to my reactions or maybe like some type of misunderstanding that was there yeah. and try to reframe what just happened... That's time, but that's a different way I'm using and spending my time, right? Like, so it's not so much the time. And I only, you know, bring it up because it's such a common saying that I think people really don't put much more thought into. You know, I know I didn't. You know, it was just like, oh, I just need, I need time, you know. Oh, I just left a uh, bad relationship. I'm not ready to date yet. Well, when are you going to be ready? I don't know. I just need time. 
like six months. Okay, what are you doing in those six months? Right. Are you just fucking farting around? Like, are you investigating what happened in your last relationship that your parts? Are you breaking down your emotional walls? Are you doing? Are you doing anything, or are you just letting time pass? Because if that's the case, someone could be more ready in a week than you are in a year. If they're doing things during that week. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess when they say time heals all wounds, it's the work is assumed that's going to be put into it. And work does require time. So that is just automatically assumed in the equation. Yeah, just like our favorite... um our favorite little uh, recovery stuff where we're just like, don't date in early recovery. And we talked about that before. And everybody says, oh, it's a good idea to not date for one year. Oh, well, okay. What does an abstinence-only year look like to someone who doesn't work a program, who right. doesn't fucking do any type of like inventory um self-reflection inner work grasp new ideas and perspectives you know someone who just abstains what do they look like in a year what is someone who jumps right in runs through the program light bulbs off every fucking other meeting they go to what do they look like in a month you know what i mean like so what is this one year deadline? You know, mm-hmm. how do we tell that? Is it time? Am I just magically cured after a year to not be someone who checks out into escaping myself and someone else? Or I just have like, I don't know, anger issue, anger issues under control, or I just fucking know how to treat somebody like, no, it's the work. What do you do with that year? I've met people with 10 years, 20 years of sobriety, and it's not very much quality there, you yeah. know, from my perspective. And I've met people with six months who are just like brand new people, you know. So. Yeah, it's all about quality, not quantity. Because time really doesn't matter in anything. It's just the only measurement that there is is just the quality of the inside yourself doing the work yeah and we're all on like different levels like all the time and we kind of have our own time our own work levels and it's almost like the people that are on the same work level quote unquote are attracted to each other and the people on a different work level lower or higher attract to each other so your vibe attracts your tribe i mean that's true so i guess you could say like people that are putting in the work into themselves faster you know on the same speed i guess you want to say yeah speed Because, I mean, you could have, like, the low-life burnouts, whatever. They're they're on a certain speed of their workflow or whatever. 
they're still at, they're, I mean, they're at a very low one. So it's going to take them a long time to hit the dark night of the soul, right? Mm-hmm. But they're still getting there. I mean, every day is another step closer to figuring out, yeah, this doesn't work for me. And then, you know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, time isn't really a measurement. It's just just a man-made concept. It's all about just how how we figure how we figure ourselves out on the inside what what kind of work we put in, how we put in the work, what we do. And yeah, and there's just a lot of steps to it. I mean, there's a step of just beating your head against the wall. <laughs> doing the same thing over and over again that just does not work for you and it's worked for you at some point and then you you become aware of you doing that and then you just keep noticing the pattern observing it observing it until you just realize man this just does not work for me anymore this really sucks and then you either go up or you go down you know you 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 realize, man, something has to change. I either have to kill myself or I have to change it. I have to get better. And that's when you just, that's that final push to just stop. Kind of like with using. That's how people stop using. They either overdose or they realize I got to look for something else. Something has to work for me. Something else. And... Everybody has a certain amount of time, therefore a certain amount of work or inner change. I'm trying to like come up with a good word for this because it's not change and it's not time, but it's like um, just like a series of processes that go inside through inside of you because you may not think that, you know, pushing yourself to that limit is work, but it kind of is. Like working towards figuring out that this doesn't work. Kind of like, you know, with my computer stuff and troubleshooting. When, or just doing anything, you know, I, I try different things, right? And none of them work. And me seeing that they don't work, that's, that's already work. That's already, like, that's what I I needed to see this. I needed to figure it out that it doesn't work. Because when I see it doesn't work, I'm like, man, this sucks. I just screwed it up. I, I suck. I can't do this. But that's that's not how it is. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just one step closer to the solution. I'm, I'm just negating things that don't work. I'm, I'm, you know, checking them off the list until I just come to the one final one right right so that's what we do we try different things and and all those things take us a certain amount of time you know for me it took two years or three years to figure out that using hard drugs doesn't work and for some people it takes 10 years for some people it only takes a couple of months so yeah 
All right, I'm going to try to reel my thoughts in real quick because you had a long-winded sentence and I had a couple things, a couple different topics. So I'm going to do a little bit of wiki, wiki, rewind. Um, so with the vibe in the tribe, you were saying, you know, your vibe attra attracts your tribe. So the thing is when we're first reawakening, right, mm -hmm. in whatever way, yes, we have a new vibe, right? Yeah. But we also have people in our life and conditionings in ourselves that attract a certain vibe, which is usually an old vibe. Well, yeah. So we, on a surface level or on a immediate level, we attract to the old vibe. And the old vibe doesn't work anymore. So in the with the new thing... Either we become discontent in the new thing, the new vibe, right? Mm. I, I feel like I'm losing myself already. No, I get it. All saying. right. So we got a new vibe. We fuck with the old vibe. You know, we run into somebody who's got an old vibe because it's, it's familiar to us. We see them. It looks mm -hmm. familiar. It's not easy, but it's, it's easier. You know, it just, it seems automatic, you know? Mm-hmm. And we're not we're not okay with that. Something's off. We're not vibing, right? Now, if we commit to our new vibe and we're working a good program and we're dedicated to our new selves, we get out of that. Because we're like, all right, yeah, no, this clearly just isn't working, right? But the problem that can happen too is that we get sucked back into our old vibes. The old vibe, if we don't let it go and we try to cling or we try to change, you know, we're, when we're in a new vibe, we are in a, we don't have the best foundation because we had the old vibe for a long time. Mm -hmm. Shit's ingrained. It's like cemented. Familiarity. Yeah. So our new vibe is young. It's fragile. When we're fucking with an old vibe, with someone with an old vibe, their vibe is stronger because they're ingrained. They're not on a change path. They're not on a brand new road. They are, are, they are that way. So if we're trying to change them and they're not in a stage of change or they're not even, they don't even have the awareness to see that there's even a difference in vibe here because maybe the disconnect we feel with our new vibe, they're used to because they're in an old vibe that's used to lower vibrational you know, in frequencies, right? So that's where we can get fucked up with early recovery stuff. Mm. You know, when when we don't commit to the new vibe and recognize when someone doesn't have our vibe. And that's where we get sucked in and our old behaviors start coming out like crazy. All right, so that was one thing. You want to talk on that? Oh, go ahead. No, I go ahead, because no, I was going to switch it to a different topic, so the other topic you said. So go ahead. Just keep your thing in mind. Maybe write it down. Whoop. I'm going to string the balloon to my head this time <laughs> instead of letting it go. So, yeah, um, the new... So in the new vibe, when you're in the new vibe, I feel like you have to really, really want it and do whatever it takes to to be in the new vibe and you know what I 
man. It's hard to say. I don't think I'm a good example for this. Because, like, when I got out of rehab, I still kept getting, you know, I realized I want something different, but I kept getting, like, getting pulled towards my old life. My old friends, just everything. I wouldn't use, but, you know, and, I mean, shit. I hung out with partiers for the first three years of my recovery. So, because I, I really did not know anything better, and thank God I didn't relapse. But, yeah, you are right. But, you know, it wasn't that my vibe completely changed. It wasn't until... I was surrounding myself with people with my new vibe. Cuz when I cuz when it was old vibe people, they were they were keeping me down. It was like I was like on this like medium vibe. Mm-hmm. It was like I was trying to be up, but I kept getting pulled down. So then when I started coming around the new vibe people, I started raising up, feeling literally feeling like my real self. So I had to really, really want it because around that moment, when I hit that dark night of the soul, that's when I stopped. I cut out all old old vibes, even the ones that weren't even that bad. You know, they were like my sober friends back in the day who were like the goody two-shoes. But now they just drink casually, you know, every weekend, whatever. And I could see that even they don't have much going for them. So I didn't even want to be around that anymore. Mm. So, because I just, I I figured out what I wanted. I figured out my exact vibe. I figured out myself. I found myself. I found what I, you know what my vibe is basically so by finding out what my vibe is that's how my vibe became new and solidified yeah yeah and it has it doesn't even have to be like oh these people are like bad these people are drugs these people are you know toxic like it's just we're just not on the same wavelength anymore Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that's okay like it's just if I'm trying to advance in life, in myself, in my spirituality, in my energy, and, you know, thank you, look at you. <laughs> um, the, I have to keep surrounded with people who inspire that. That way I can inspire that. Because if I go around the old vibe people or just the different vibe people, not only do I not get inspiration and energy from them to keep growing but they don't even appreciate the energy i give you know what i mean so it's almost like what are we doing here and that's what people get messed up when it's like oh i have to be around my family all the time oh i have to be with these friends because i've known them since we lived on the same street in third grade you know what i mean oh i have to like stay with this person who i was with before i went through this change because i made a promise five years ago, eight years ago, whatever. And like, it's like, no, because that is where we get spiritually trapped because 
our vibes aren't appreciated. They're snuffed out. You know what I mean? And that's not to say, oh, I have a new vibe tomorrow. I'm going to run off and just delete everybody here and create there. I mean, that's an extreme. But like, we have to more often than not honor our vibes and get into, you know, the people around us that help us grow, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially when we're shooting for those old familiar vibes because it just seems so familiar. Like, that is a trap, man, and it feels right. It seems like it fits, and it connects, and it feels right. But it doesn't really take that long to say, damn, this is just not working. But now we're stuck because now we're kind of attached to something familiar. Maybe even some of our old defects and our old conditionings are coming out, and it's starting to feel like home to us. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, now I can't let this go, even though it's clearly not good for me. Because I'm familiarized again with this person. Maybe I'm seeing them in a, in a light of potential or in a light of non-reality. You know what I mean? But um, I don't know. It's just we don't even see it coming sometimes. And you don't know right off the bat if someone's your vibe or not. I mean, you can kind of tell when someone is, but you don't always know when someone's not. Because right. we all always put on some type of... Uh, front you know in the beginning yeah to be liked by everybody yeah we gotta have that mask on you know but that shit don't stay on that long (laughs) yeah i'm really bad about reading those masks a lot because i just i will fall for people straight and like if we vibe at all you're my best friend you just like we do stuff together you know whatever like yeah i'm not even gonna start naming names but Um, but I'm actually getting better about just not getting ahead of myself and, you know, just not assuming that, like, every person I meet is, like, super amazing. Mm -hmm. It's like, I wait until I see their defects come out and then I make my decision. Um... But then I also, it's always like an extreme. It's like, oh, this person's really cool. And then they show one little thing that they do wrong. And it's like, oh my God, you, you suck. I hate you. Like, mm-hmm. just super judgmental. Like, I I used to be so bad about it. But the more I accept and see myself for how I am and, it, you know, accept myself, I feel exactly the same way about other people. I I can think like, okay, it's okay for you to like be this way you know it's okay for you to have you know flaws just like it's okay for me to have flaws right and i'm not perfect just like nobody else is perfect so yeah but familiarity and oh there's so many things yeah i don't know just the brain the brain wants to jump to something it already knows the no the known because the unknown it's so scary. Yeah, it is. That you have to turn the fear of the unknown into curiosity. Mm. Man, there's something I read about that and I forgot about it. That it killed the cat? No. Oh. It'll Shit. kill your demons. Oh. Curiosity kills your demons. 
episode title. I want to make a demons are cats joke, but I don't think you'll appreciate no, that. No, I won't appreciate that. Okay. I will be very angry. So, speaking of death, <laughs> um, that kind of brings me back to my other point where you were talking about the Dark Knight of the Soul. Oh, yes. All right. So when we first talked about Dark Knight of the Soul, I honestly didn't know what it was. Like I, I, I kind of put two and two together as far as like it's something, but I was like when you just kind of explained it. Um, so you ex- go ahead and re-explain it for the people who may not know. Okay, 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 okay. So it's the point that your soul hits, or you just in general, that you you hit a rock bottom, a complete rock bottom where there's nowhere to go but but either up or, you know, you just don't want to live anymore. So it just depends. You know, some people choose death and some people choose to awaken or to realize that there's something else that you can do differently. You just, you realize that whatever, however your life has been going... Lately, you realize that it doesn't work. It just, it sucks. You're tired of feeling this way. And something needs to change. So that is what majority of addicts get to a point, to to that point where they realize, I need to get clean, you know? But I think there's so many levels to this dark night of soul. I feel like everybody has multiples where at each dark night of the soul it's it's like a lighter night you know it's like a the night gets the oh my god i can't fi- i can't explain it um but the night isn't as long okay yeah so the first night it's the longest. It is like December 21st. I think it's the longest night. That's the one where you're just like, okay, I got to get clean, right? So you do that. But then you realize once you get clean, then you'll start living a whole different life. You realize you still got problems, right? And it, your your biggest worst defect comes out and it keeps happening it keeps happening it keeps happening and you realize this doesn't work for me anymore. it sucks i can't keep living like this like say codependency right you just keep realizing that you're just super like you know you, you get dumped right by somebody you, you thought you just loved so much you couldn't live without them and now it's like boom you are sober and you don't have that person that you were escaping to this whole time. You just loved so much. What do you do? That's another dark night of the soul. You're just like, man, I really had this problem with just codependency, you know? So then you decide, okay, is this going to be my relapse slash death? Because I don't know, to me, relapse is death now. Or am I going to learn how to just live without people, without like codependency so you do that and then you got other defects that come along and so i think step six what it means by we were ready to let go of our defects that's all it says we were right we were ready to let go of them which means that 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 readiness is all that it takes 
is to, 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 to be able to let go. Because when you're ready to let go, you realize that this doesn't work for you. You can't get away with it anymore. Mm-hmm. So you can't con- you you realize you can't get away with continuing to just jump from one person to another because eventually everybody's going to leave and you you are going to be the one who's left with yourself. So that was my biggest that was my second worst night of the soul like so that's when I realized okay I I'm on my own like so then my next one was I think yeah, so how to be alone, and then I, I can't remember. I think it was... Whatever, it doesn't matter. But there's just multiple ones. There's multiple defects, right? And there are certain defects that you will never be ready to let go of. Because you will continue to just jump around in survival mode just thinking it works. And I think me being hard on myself, I'm still not ready to let go of it because... It's been working for me. I've been seeing benefits of it because, you know, I'm addicted to the feeling of like, okay, I haven't, I got everything done. I have nothing to do. Like, and I, I've, I liked, I've been liking that feeling. So now I'm hitting to a point where it's never going to be, I'm never going to get a feeling of, oh, I'm done. I'm never going to get that feeling, that constant chase I've been chasing. I can't get to it. So that's why I needed to take so many hard classes this semester that it happened that way is for that dark night of the soul to hit me. So I'm starting to realize it's not going to work for me because I'll always have something that I have to get done and I'll never get to that feeling ever. I have to accept it. So what do I do? Do I either end my life or do I do I try to work like get better? You know, and of course I'm going to get better. So That was a fucking long ass <laughs> intro. Damn. I'm like, uh, I, I was going to say something. I had a lot to say, but I'm <laughs> no, sorry. You're good. Um, all right. So, all right. So, my point was going to be because the way you broke down Dark Knight of the Soul is that you come to a point where you either change or you want to end it. Yeah. All right. So. I'm taking that as the definition of dark night of the soul probably means like actually end your life. Like you just can't go on. I don't know if the dark night of the soul technically means like suicide. Yeah. Okay. So while you were kind of explaining that, I'm like, people hit these dark nights of the soul without suicide because they kill themselves, their spirits Mm -hmm. by checking out, doing drugs um, becoming completely trapped in a marriage, watching TV all day, like their fire dies. You know what mm. I mean? So like, it doesn't have to get to this. I'm going to actually physically end my life for you to be experiencing a dark night of the soul. Because I know a handful of people who are, I mean, like ball and chained trapped in a marriage, like they are not happy. But they just stay. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. not at that point where this feeling is inspiring them to get up and make a change. It's breaking them down to where they just feel like trapped and they crawl inside of a shell. Like, why bother? Same with drugs, man. People like 
constantly is a never-ending chase to not feel because they don't like where they're at and they don't know a way out and this is the only thing they know or it's the only option they have. So, I mean, shit, when I was using the whole time, I was killing myself. Like, not, oh, I'm doing so many drugs that I'm going to physically die. I was killing myself every day. Like, I have to kill my consciousness. I don't want to think. I don't want to feel. I don't want to know. I don't want to... My goal, I was like, I don't want to know who I am. Like, and I didn't get that high where I was just, like, completely gone. But I had to be so high that I was distracted in the present, but under the vibration of awareness. You know what I mean? Like, I had to just be unaware unconscious like that was my goal i just want to not remember my past i want to not worry about my future and i don't want to be bothered by anything going on ever like that's a tall order but that was me hitting that dark night of my life without the drugs you know i mean i was always on a drug but so the drugs were like the rem the the remedy for me at the time and then the true dark night of the soul where I chose to go the other way was when I got clean because I was like okay now my escape route isn't working anymore these things in my life that I keep bypassing that I keep escaping that I keep killing myself over and over again because of like now I'm not making this choice anymore I'm done like let's get out of here and then I've experienced others where I stayed in a relationship I I felt dead inside like it it was just like such a defeating feeling to feel like I don't know what to do. Like, I guess I'm just stuck. And it takes a lot of strength to to walk into the unknown, especially if you have things to lose or things to sacrifice to get there. And it's going to rock the boat and leave you in like unsure territory to be like, well, I don't know where I'm going to live or I don't know who I'm going to end up with or I don't know what I'm going to do. But this ain't it. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't the answer. And I understand why people stay in these marriages. Um, It's, you know, oh, things are going to be different one day. Uh, I see potential. It used to be like this. He told me he was going to do that. You know what I mean? But the reality in a whole on like a ratio scale, like more often than not, is this. I just want to fucking check out, you know, and that's that's that dark night of the soul, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's the very, very first stage of it. Yeah. So, yeah, no, definitely. I I just said drugs, like, you know, just, I mean, it's anything that you just escape your, from yourself entirely. You know, for some people, it was codependency the first stage. Or it was, you know, whatever, TV addiction. Video games. Video games. Phones. I'm on my phone all day. Work. Work. Ooh, yeah, that was a that was a big one for me, cause my first thing was okay. So first it was drugs, then it was work, then it was relationships. Yeah, so I had three dark nights, and then my fourth one was, yeah, well not relationships, but just being alone without the presence of like a, a like anybody, mm-hmm. like just people friends you know whether it's friends or whoever right 
Oh yeah, that I remember that me. when I met you, you were like, I can't be alone. I'm always with someone at all times. Yeah, like uh, when COVID hit, and I could not be in lecture, or I couldn't be, you know, just mm-hmm. fucking off in the lab with all my homies, and you know, didn't have my roommate. It was my par- It was my mom, and my stepdad, who somehow their presence like was just that made me feel worse. Like it wasn't that you know it was like people around me right so it was weird but yeah so that that was when i picked up at cartole because i well picked him up back again um yeah because i just i realized this isn't gonna work i can't you know just that whole semester i was surviving basically i was having such a great life you know i thought i had it all together you know i got all morning class, all night work, meeting, you know, people there. And then I just pass the fuck out, you know, mm-hmm. just surviving. And and this entire time of school, it was like, you know, I, I can get things done. I got, you know, I get that feeling of, oh, I got it done. I have some time. But now I had this semester I needed it to have that I had a dark night of the soul this semester too I think it was like a month ago or so where it was just like dude you're you're not gonna catch a break you're mm-hmm. just gonna have to accept this is how your life's gonna be this is how life is supposed to be for most people you know so yeah I feel like the first step is realizing that it it is a dark night of the soul or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. It is a point of choice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I, a lot of these people, they're just going through the motions, whether they're burying their head in the sand or they're just paralyzed, feeling absolutely powerless or they're caught up in non-reality where Oh, well, he he keeps telling me he's going to change. You know, she she swore she wasn't going to do it again. She's telling me this, but doing that, gaslighting, all these shits that people do, you know what I mean? Whether unaware or manipulating, you know. I think most people are unconscious. Like, I, I don't, not, not, I don't think most people are unconscious, but I think most people that behave like this are doing it more on an unconscious level than an intentional manipulative level. Like, that's, I, I, I know there's oh, people yeah. out there oh, yeah. who are just fucking rotten. But, like, I think for the most part, it's it's a deep unconsciousness in them that they do these things because of their own ego, because of their own defenses, because of their own denial. But the first thing, if, if you're the one experiencing this and you're bypassing or you're, like, snuffing your light, is to realize that this is what's happening, you know, and that you do have a choice. Now, that choice is not going to be easy. It's not going to be like, hey, here's this really bad spot you're in, or here's this easy ride to a nicer place. Like, no. It's, but you're already in a bad spot. So, like, you got to get to the point where, yes, the unknown is scary, but it it can't be worse. You know what I mean? Or it could at least possibly be better. You know what I mean? And... And it's like a better now, not a better maybe, not a better hypothetically, not a better alternate universe, because that's what we do when we stay in the situation that puts us in the dark night. We think, well, maybe it'll get better here, but it's not. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And 
And that's not like, oh, I had a bad day, I had a bad month, I had a funky vibe because we had one bad argument. Like, no, don't run off from that, you know, if that's not what you feel like you need to do. But, like, if you're just, you banged your head against the wall more than a few times, shit is proving to go one way more than another, you're not cool with it, and you're actually getting to the point where you want to, like, not feel, not be because of it, that's a sign, man. Your spirit is talking to you like, dude, like, why do you, where do you think discontentment comes from? Like, it comes from knowing that we are not being treated right. It comes from not being fulfilled and happy. Like, you know, if you're able to harness yourself and realize not every day is going to be jumping for joy. Not every situation is going to be butterflies and fireworks. You know what I mean? If you can like get past all these extreme thinkings and get to a realistic stance and, and, and you're feeling discontent with, you know, mistreatment or just too low vibrational vibe or just the off vibes, do something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't really know what more I can say than that. No, that was a lot. I don't really know what else I have. Um, Just besides being afraid of stepping out of the comfort zone. Just wanting to stick to what you know has worked before. And just doing what you've always done. And, you know, it's scary. It's scary to do something different. It's scary to... You know, it's like, yeah, maybe you do know you have a choice. Well, you you probably don't know that you have a choice until you realize that, okay, this isn't working, so there's got to be something else. So then that's when you realize there's a choice. But you, you know, you're going to continue to do the same things over and over again while you know you can get away with it. And, you know... People have different levels of thinking of getting away with something or having a tolerance of getting away with it, you know? Um, Because some people's tolerance is, like, way down. I mean, they'll, they'll stay with somebody who's just beating the shit out of them. And, yeah, maybe that, is, that does come from self-esteem. So, thinking what you deserve, and some people just unfortunately have really, really low self-esteem that they they will think, even if they know that, man, this sucks, but it's like, well, if I, if I really deserve this, then it, it works. I mean, mm-hmm. I deserve this, so it works. I get away with it, because this is just how it's meant to be for me. Right. So, me being so incredibly hard on myself is just like, sucks, but it's like, it works. This <laughs> is meant to be. I meant, I deserve to be, to be so abusive to myself. That voice inside my head being abusive to me, like, I deserve it, you know? But just saying that out loud made me realize it and... Yeah, and like you feel better. The whole tolerance thing, like when we, it's like our tolerance works backwards once we start to awaken. Like, you know, we 
we're using, our tolerance for drugs builds, our tolerance for life builds, our tolerance for bullshit builds and all that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then when we get clean, you know, we start to kind of awaken to these behaviors and, you know, maybe develop a couple standards and boundaries in our lives, you know, our tolerance starts to fade. Like, when I first get out of that life, maybe I deal with a toxic relationship and maybe it doesn't really affect me that as hard because I'm already used to feeling affected. I'm used to feeling anger. I'm used to freaking fighting and arguing. I'm used to like taking days off, not talking to you in the same house. And I'm used to the tension. I'm used to the drama. Yeah. I'm used to all the toxicity. Like it's like a drug, you know, but once I start changing my ways, up in my vibe, surrounding myself with some new vibe tribe, you know what I mean? Like, now, I don't have a tolerance for this shit. Like, I don't like arguing. I don't want to argue with you. I don't want to sit here and yeah. have pissing matches and ego dick swings against you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, it doesn't feel good. And I have no tolerance for it. Like, you know, I mean, I can handle some shit if it goes down. But, like, I also know that there's there's another way, and I don't have to put up with it. So, you know, especially, like, relationship. Like, I'm not about toxicity. You, like, want to flip out on me and call me names and get all petty and, you know, toxic with me. Like, I, I don't even get involved anymore. It doesn't even suck me in like it used to. You know what I mean? I'm just like, whew. You know, I... I I get to a point now where I'm glad for the change. Like, I'm not just walking into the unknown all the time, like, you know, freely, like, whatever. But, like, at the same time, like, when something's not working, I have no problem going to the unknown because the unknown looks good to me. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like I want to, to know because I, I see hope in it now. Before it was scary. It was, you know, unsure. There was a lot of insecurity there. There was a lot of uncertainty and all that and I, I think I just said that twice but like um, now it seems promising it seems hopeful because I know that I can walk into the unknown with those standards not just desperately seeking my fulfillment immediately not just like walking out and being like well I'm going to break up in this toxic relationship but I need to have another one right away like nah like I, I'm good with me I'm I'm down for this journey. I just took a nice little like dollar of experience, as my boy says, with me from this. By setting a boundary, I got a little more self worth. By walking away, I got a little more self worth because I'm like, all right, man, like this is good. This is what you need to do. It sucks, but you know the the suck feeling sucks, but then the empowering feeling feels good. So it's like, how are you looking at this? You know, and, and how are you basing it is my basis. I just want to be with someone. So a placeholder will do even if they're toxic. Nah, like what about me? What about how I'm choosing to navigate and the changes I see in myself? That's a good feeling, too. You know what I mean? And that gives me my fulfillment today. So. Lord. I'm done. <laughs> How long was that? Hmm, 51 minutes. Boop! Hit it with a boop!